4: Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode number 638. That's what it is of Locked On Raptors for Friday, January 8th, the 10th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at Sean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors. You can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And of course, please make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network, where we have team focused shows for all 30 NBA teams, all 32 NFL teams, a whole whack of hockey teams, most of Major League Baseball, and a bunch of NCAA programs, too, national fantasy shows. Kicking around there too, no shortage of things for you to check out on the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you find a show that you want to support, please subscribe to it, rate it, review it, listen to it, tell your friends about it. It's very much appreciated when you do that and spread the good word of the Locked On Podcast Network. And uh, let's get to it on today's show. It's Friday. We'll keep it a little light. The Raptors have a few days off here, so we can afford it to keep it a little bit light and. Uh, the world generally kind of sucks, so the 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 answer to that I guess is to have our favorite partner in silliness, Katie Heindel, on the show to uh, do a little mailbag action. Katie, how's it going?
5: Good, ready to talk about Jimmy Butler's kisses. <laughs>
4: We're certainly we'll we'll talk about Jimmy Butler's kisses. We'll talk about uh, we got a few mailbag questions in. I I, so some people sent some in that are like earnest basketball questions. And I very much appreciate those people sending those questions in. And (laughs) I thank you for the, the thought that went into them. You can maybe address them next week or something like that on a show. But I am just kind of uh, burnt out talking about X's and O's and contract and trade stuff as of right now. And there was a lot of really fun, weird stuff that took place on Wednesday night in the NBA, including uh, with Kyle Lowry, which we're probably going to devote most of this show to. So we'll do that uh, (laughs) and we'll save some of those other questions for maybe a mailbag next week. So thank you for sending them in. We'll get to those another time. Uh, Katie. You're ready to dive into this thing? Just so people know, for chronology's sake, we're recording this on Thursday. So, if we refer today to today as Thursday at all, just know that. So, it's I don't know if that Friday
5: matters. It is
4: Friday <laughs> in my heart. This is how I'm introducing myself to Friday. Doing a Friday podcast on a Thursday just gives me a four day weekend because Friday is also the weekend in my world. uh Anyway, let's get to it, Katie. <laughs> we should probably address the thing that a couple people have asked us to just spend the entire show on. Uh, so we'll start with this, and then we'll see how much time it leaves us at the back end. Kyle Lowry, after the win last night against the uh, Charlotte Hornets, had himself a press conference, and I I don't really know what the impetus was for it, why he decided to approach it the way he did but I'm just gonna play it and then we can decipher what we think it all means afterwards and maybe sort of draw some maybe because it seems like there's some disagreement as to what he's actually doing here so I'm just gonna play it here is Kyle Lowry from last night after beating the Hornets
3: yeah I think it was unbelievable he was great uh he was uh gosh (laughs) Terrence you were so good tonight it was great uh made big shots and uh he was close to home I guess and uh yeah it was a really good game really good win
4: Say about the team that you guys haven't
3: lost uh, back-to-back games. I think it's since December 26th. Wow thousand seven. <laughs> uh, that's a long time, man. I mean uh, what was that say
0: about
3: this? team? resilience. Re- resiliency, Yeah, uh, we really resilient squad, and uh we uh we played team hard. And uh next man up mentality. Uh, we got a lot of guys hurt right now, and uh we uh we got some guys coming back, and uh you know Pascal will be back soon and uh Norm, Norm, be back soon, and uh, we'll just keep plugging away.
1: (laughs) Channeling anybody specific?
3: No, no, not at all. I'm just uh, really excited. It's a good win. Uh, You know, great group of guys, and uh, we're all good over here, man. Yeah, it's a good (laughs) win tonight. Uh, We fight hard every single possession, and uh, got an overtime, and it was a good win. Oh, I missed I missed a couple free throws, but uh, Serge did a good job of making the last two, and uh, it was fun. It was fun game. Uh, great great effort by the the, the Hornets down there, and uh, we, we found a way to win the game. Any other questions, guys? Thank you, guys. appreciate it. Have a great night. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> the 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 sign off is I think where I just lose my shit every single time, and it inspires me to watch it again. I've watched that probably twenty times today where to even begin
5: (laughs) i like very much the breathing in over like teeth that sound
0: yeah
5: there's a lot of that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
4: so there are a few i think schools of thought on what kyle lowry is doing here i've seen some suggestions that he is mocking nick nurse uh but yeah, I don't really see that, but we can address it at least, or maybe just give some credence to the idea and give it the time it's due. Um, there's also a suggestion that he's uh, mocking Terrence Davis for his post-game interview. Another theory that I don't really buy into all that much. I am almost 100% sure, certain, certain, Shirtin, hmm, uh, that's what I do when I put my clothes on. I'm shirtin.
5: Oh day. my God.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway uh
0: the, my
5: <laughs> what's your theory Out with I was
4: it. To, yeah there's my train of thought i found it um <laughs> no my theory is that this is kyle lowry just deciding for some reason in north carolina of all places to make fun of hockey player interviews in a very very niche and esoteric way do you agree with this katie what was your sort of takeaway as to what the hell kyle's actually doing
5: yeah i don't think it's specifically hockey but i do think it's kind of like an amalgamation persona that Mm -hmm. kyle sort of made up on the fly of like people that give interviews that way i mean Mm -hmm. i think yeah i thought of hockey player because i'm like i don't think it's nick nurse impression because He has no twang. Mm -hmm. Nurse doesn't really give any uh, scrums like that.
4: Yeah, Nurse actually kind of has thoughtful scrums where he's not really. He's
5: also not that like kind of (laughs) upbeat, like fake upbeat that uh, Lowry is. Yeah. Whatever, whoever he's, whatever kind of persona he's leaning on. So I don't think it's Nurse. I don't think it's another player. So I do think it's like an amalgamation of like,
2: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for eighteen free meals and free dessert for life, homeshef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
4: Yeah. Our uh our pal Bruce, uh longtime listener, actually a former Patreon subscriber, love him at 40 and Dunking. Um he suggested that it gave him flashbacks of Dave Chappelle's generic white guy.
5: Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that too. I think it's like <laughs> It's a generic white coach.
4: <laughs> yeah, to which I re- responded, "Wow, I can't believe he's making fun of me while well, I'm not even on the trip. That's yeah, that's that's a shame." Um, but yeah, the
5: sound like you. That's true.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the podcast numbers aren't as good as they should be. Is uh, <laughs> I sound like that? Um, and uh, and uh, and. Uh... <laughs> that that's the thing that i think that the thing that clues me into me thinking it's a hockey thing is that and uh is like the rallying cry of hockey players that don't have anything to say
1: mm-hmm.
4: and it's there it's nick nurse's right or dwayne casey's and again it's just like that's the connector for hockey players and in interviews is, and uh it all sort of dates back to I think Matt Sundin for me in my brain when he was on the Maple Leafs back in the day because his interviews were entirely monotone with and uh, and uh, and uh, after every two words and so that's that that really is what hit, stuck in my brain. Also, the shouting out of the other team to me is a very hockey player thing as well. Like, oh, the Hornets did a good job down there. Um,
5: I again, this is where I think it's just like a really chuffed like white coach impersonation <laughs> you know and like he just kind of went fully into that uh, and is owning it uh, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's like I think that's where you see the most of this type of coach is in yeah. hockey for sure so I think like yeah there's definitely some truth in that theory too but mm-hmm. I mean it kind of like it, I like it a lot because it, it continues warping like as he keeps going with it, mm-hmm. like he just kind of invests and invests more and more every time, which is really sweet.
3: <laughs> I feel
4: really bad for what, who I'm pretty sure is a local reporter in the second question of the scrum yeah. <laughs> where he's asking the earnest question when it's very clear Kyle is working everybody. And he's like, oh, yeah, you guys haven't lost uh, a back-to-back. or both games of the back-to-back since 2016. Uh, and, like, Kyle starts answering yeah, he before he's even done the stat, question.
5: For sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's like, oh, it's a long time, long time.
5: <laughs> he's like, I'm going to think of a really thoughtful thing, really mm-hmm. research-based thing to ask Kyle Lowry. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- that's – I mean, I feel bad for him on one level, but also uh, – I guess since when Kyle is putting on some sort of performance, I suppose uh, maybe he just hasn't been there enough to, to know that Kyle's up to something weird there, but
5: yeah, um, I think yeah. he's just like, I think he's probably pretty tired and is just feeling deranged in that way that like, we've all been there. Uh, and like you either get, you got to keep going and doing stuff. It's mm-hmm. kind of fun to just be extremely weird and deranged in that way versus like, Acknowledging how tired you are and then like becoming burnt out and exhausted, you know?
4: Yeah, I, I think that too. You can definitely sense that he's played uh, like 80 minutes of basketball over the last two <laughs> nights in here. <laughs> and uh, as someone made the point, uh, I guess playing all those minutes with Ronde as the second ball handler have kind of gotten to him <laughs> a little bit, which oh. is also <laughs> fair. Uh, I love myself, Ronde Hollis Jefferson, but God, he's stressful to watch sometimes. Um, do you have i any like other... this
5: persona though because he yeah. can like step o- he almost can like step away from himself so when he's like yeah yeah i missed a couple of free throws uh you know like he's <laughs> yeah. he's like at once himself but at once like this coach like character critiquing himself mm-hmm. like it gives him some like i don't know he's like it gives him some distance from him and like every other guy on the team. So he could honestly like say, I'd like to see him bring this character back and like he could go off on anyone on the team because when they're like, Hey, Kyle, like that was messed up. Why would you say that about me? he would be like, Oh, it wasn't, I wasn't me. I was just, it was a bit like, I was just yeah. going with it.
4: <laughs> that was my hockey player ca- character. Uh-
5: <laughs> <laughs> Cause you can kind of hear someone in the background laughing being like, "I like it's a player. It kind of sounds like Norm just being like, it or something (laughs) or like not yeah it's really good yeah
4: yeah uh very just a delightful strange addition to the long long list of weird oddities that this team has provided Uh, i mean last night or i guess wednesday night offered that a whole lot i mean there was norm powell dumping water on terrence davis's head there was the it was amazing uh there was Okay, so here's the thing I came away from that game thinking of most is, and I know you didn't quite catch the entire thing, but like, and I, I guess this has been happening over recent games too, but it was really pronounced in that game against the Hornets where the guys who are hurt are just like this well dressed group of player coaches slash dads mm-hmm. who are. Like advising their their counterparts who are like replacing them. Like you had Gasol sort of like coaching up Ibaka. You had Norm Powell like very aggressively coaching up Terrence Davis at times, and it was just beautiful to see. This team it continues to be so unbelievably easy to root for and stuff. Like what Kyle did only adds to it.
5: Yeah, no, I like I love that kind of stuff. I feel like I mean, as long as they're. You know not playing but they're not in such like the guys that are hurt i don't feel like are in such dire straits that they're like they're just kind of waiting to come back like none of them are on this like extremely long timeline right where mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. where they're like out indefinitely and therefore like watching what's happening and being like oh like this is kind of disconnected from me i feel like they are excited and like engaged and like fulfilled enough to like be there on the bench and involved because they probably know in the back of their head they're coming back soon uh, mm-hmm. and they're also just like great teammates and this is a team that really likes each other and we just it continue is. it again and again and like it's even cooler because it's like it all comes back to when we, you and i have talked about this a lot but just the sense that like the chemistry continues to shift and sort of expand um and evolve and like we're mm-hmm. seeing all these it's not ideal that anybody's hurt but because of people being hurt i think like you're getting even new like weirder connections that you never would have really had before because like people, these like players wouldn't necessarily be interacted in the way that they are.
4: Totally. I I think Norm Terrence thing in particular is, is very fascinating because you know, on the surface and maybe with a team with like a less healthy internal culture, like Terrence Davis would be a direct competitor to Norman Powell and maybe a, a, a lesser dude than Norm would sort of bristle at that and not want to offer any sort of, advice to a guy who's playing and having a career game and potentially cutting into his minutes at some point when norm does eventually get back and it's just the they seem to love each other quite a bit and kyle stirs the drink and i mean this whole last couple weeks has been kyle haranguing and screaming at a bunch of weirdos who (laughs) kind of don't always do what he wants but it's all out of love clearly and like just to have him as this Dude, who is not just an unfeeling scream monster, but also someone who can have fun and, and lighten it up, and also work over reporters, which I'm pretty sure is his favorite thing in the world to do. It uh just the the, the complexion of this team remains flawless in terms of dudes, and I, I think a couple of people I've seen on like NBA internet have kind of made the point that the Raptors are just like impossibly easy to root for, and it's all because of this kind of stuff. So
5: yeah, shout totally. out to Kyle. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah uh, like. What? Oh, shoot. I was going to say something great, and I forgot.
4: <laughs> you can do it, Katie. You can do it.
5: <laughs> um, it'll come back to me. We can move on, and it will probably naturally come back.
4: Okay, cool. Uh, well, let's continue <laughs> talking then uh, about some of the uh, other questions that we got in the mailbag. But first, I want to tell people about my bookie. I'm just going to pull up my old copy here. And...
5: Oh, it's that because. They, oh, they, here we go. <laughs> here we go. If they weren't like doing this and Lowry wasn't acting that way and like, you know, things were any worse, then like it would be cause for concern. But like, considering how like morally, like more, sorry, like morale, team morally damaging, the, the string of injuries they've had, this playing schedule that they've had, like when the losses, when they've had losses they're not that great you know like they've had some bad losses but all that considered like where they are and like how high their spirits are it's just you do get a feeling that there's like really nothing that you, you could throw at this team that could stop them
4: well as Kyle Lowry would say resiliency resiliency
5: <laughs> <laughs> next man up <laughs>
4: Absolutely. Uh, all right. We'll continue uh, answering your mailbag questions in just a second. But I want to tell people first about my bookie. Are you the type of fan that knows football or basketball so well you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they'll let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet between football season, the NBA, the start of the college basketball stretch run. It's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites for a given week, parlays are great because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Tired of watching games from the couch with nothing to gain? My bookie wants you to get your mind off of everything else and back on the game. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to one thousand dollars. That means if you deposit two thousand bucks. You're getting an extra 1000 in free money to play with. Just use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA to activate that very generous offer. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDONNBA, all one word, to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer.
0: Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, and you get paid. All right,
4: Katie. Let's get to the next mailbag question here. I lost it in my mentions. Uh, I'll find it here somewhere in just a second. Blah 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 blah. What's Lewis's question? Uh, Do you know Lewis's question? He asked us a very good question, and I can't find it right now.
5: Yeah, it's. um, Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah,
4: Lewis. Lewis Keen at this lewis on twitter was i guess on this show not so long ago if nick nurse could put you on blast for one thing shaming you in public but thus curing you of the habit what would you choose it to be this is a very mm-hmm. good question
5: and it's a great
3: question
4: tied to the uh whole thing regarding uh terrence davis after getting called out by da- uh, nick nurse and then having a career night the next night you can go first katie what would you uh great. Would thank you have
3: <laughs>
5: Um, I would say it would be lately, it would be for, um, procrastinating, Mm -hmm. uh, whether that's like just dragging my ass when it comes to writing something or just like being extremely way too precious about things and procrastinating in that sense. Um, second guessing myself, not going for certain, uh, opportunities, all those kinds of things I could kind of view as like, I don't know. Yeah, character procrastination, as well as like the act of procrastinating against like actual deadlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like him to take me to task for that.
4: That's a really good one. I think my answer is: I think he. I'd just like Nick Nurse to scream in my face about, uh, and just get me to stop eating so many damn sandwiches when I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> 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 I got to say, there are a couple sandwich spots near my house in uh, in Hamilton that I go to a couple times a week at least. And it's making the whole get into shape thing uh, in early January really hard. I'm at like my highest weight since probably university, which is not awesome. And I don't feel good all the time. Uh, and I, I, I just I, I, I'm trying. And I went to the gym earlier this week and felt great. And then I'm just like the gym. I don't want to go back there ever again um the gym is another thing I, 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 there's so many things for nick nurse to scream at me about but i think just like you don't need that sandwich you idiot is probably what i'd like him to tell me and i think it'd be cutting enough and i would just not eat sandwiches anymore or at least i
5: could hear him saying something i could hear him saying yours more easily than mine but yeah i could he- yeah. i can hear it yeah like, i mean you really you really need that shot <laughs> you really gonna eat that Again? Didn't you just have that yesterday? What's so different about it today? I can hear him saying it.
4: <laughs> or it's like someone asked me at a press conference, uh, do you think uh, Sean is in the best shape he could be? Nope. 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 No, nope.
5: Nope. Nope. Nope.
4: You think Sean is making good habits? Nope. 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 Yeah. Uh, good question. <laughs> Five sandwiches too many. <laughs> shout out to Rustic Ruben and shout out to uh, Bench Kitchen. Both very good no, sandwiches.
5: Don't thoughts. give them shout-outs.
4: I'm gonna give them shout-outs. I like them a lot. <laughs> Support local businesses, people in Hamilton, especially Rustic Reuben. Oh my god. I just had their sandwich. Okay, there. let's
5: go. <laughs> let's go. Let's get away from sandwiches.
4: That's just not something I ever want to do. Um, all right. Let's uh carry on to the next question. This one comes from God, there's so many questions that just came in. Okay, I, I haven't read this one yet, but it's long, so I'm going to just uh, read it. Stay with me on this. From this is from Dylan Littman. Stay with me on this. If Rondé purchased a single-handedly drag purchased and single-handedly dragged a private jet plane over to his child as a birthday gift, would you call him?
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: oh! <laughs> fuck you, Dylan.
4: ronde hauled this jet to sun.
5: Oh. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, real slick way to get your joke read, buddy. Not a question.
4: Uh, well, it was for it was in the form of a question.
5: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a shout pretty out to good the joke.
4: Jeopardy Greatest of All Time tournament. I wish I had proofread that before I started reading it on the podcast, but whatever.
5: That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Next question.
4: Yeah. Next question here comes from uh raps fan. One, two, three, seven. What would you rather have as an all-star event? A game played on stilts on a 20 foot net or a game of slam ball. Katie.
5: Now that I know what slam ball is.
4: Yeah, you just learned what Slam Ball is right before the podcast.
5: Right before we went live. Um, yeah, I want Slam Ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I want it open to, I don't want it like one of these things like the dunk contest where they're like, it's just going to be rookies. We can't have any of our like star players accidentally getting hurt. No, I want it to be everybody. Open to everybody. With like a, some kind of considerable i don't know like cash prize or just like bragging rights just like i mean it kind of it kind of perfectly encapsulates jimmy's post game uh today uh trash talking dj warren just like you would have ultimate bragging rights if you won in this event like against anybody anybody in the league then you would know for sure if someone can't guard you like ricocheting their bodies at you off of a trampoline mm-hmm. and like body checking you out of the air. If you could if you can withstand that, no then nobody can guard you.
4: Interesting. So I I think I also agree slam ball, because it's just a far more entertaining uh product than stilts basketball, although on the,
5: Still would be slow. <laughs> yeah, well, on the
4: first part of our mascot episode that I re-released to the public this week, you did mention how Stilt's Raptor was one of your, one of, if not your favorite rendition of the Raptor. So I thought maybe <laughs> you might bust out that answer, but
5: yeah, but that's yeah. the one character I can't envision a game, a game like if there was actually a game of all those mascots blown up to those proportions. Mm-hmm. Sure, but we have, we all know that wouldn't be a full game. That would just be some kind of like, you know, intermission, intermission activity.
4: So see, because my, I also agree slam ball is my answer, but I have a different sort of format that I want the game to take. Because it's such like an injurious sport, I think maybe the players should not be forced to play in this game. And I think this should be a game for media people that have to play it. And no. mostly mostly like broadcasters, because I mostly just want to hear Mike Breen yell, bang, when he they all have to be
5: mic'd. Head. Yeah. They would all have to be mic'd up.
4: Yes. And they just like Jack Armstrong blocks the shit out of Mark Jackson and screams, get that garbage out of here. I, I would be on in for that. I I think that'd be cool. And this would also be just like a way for the players to point and laugh at the at the media, like you know, the, they wouldn't really have the crutch to stand on that. Oh, you've never played the game because obviously now they've played the game if they played in the Slam Ball Classic on the Friday of All Star Weekend. But I think it would be also a nice opportunity for the players to point and laugh at the media in a way that they don't usually get to do, as they are usually the ones who are subject to the uh, the scorn. And and hey, maybe the play this is like the only time players only would work as a broadcast to me.
5: <laughs> or coaches
0: mm,
4: yes that's pretty good I could see like Doc Rivers just like
5: Dominating. trucking
4: the fuck out of Mike Budenholzer
5: mm-hmm. <laughs> and you gotta bring Stan Van Gundy back for it
4: well obviously mm-hmm. he might be the coach of a team but he might be a player coach type thing
5: yeah and they're, <laughs> they all have to be miked would <laughs>
4: Uh all right, good question. Thanks for sending it in, RapsFan1237. Uh we're going to leave the questions there for now. We have a few minutes left here. Katie, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Jimmy Butler, TJ Warren beef because you've been uh it's been a flurry of activity on the Basketball Feelings uh Instagram ever since that all went down last night or on Wednesday night. And so mm-hmm. I would just like your your quick thoughts on it, because uh, I know you're, you love Jimmy Butler. I'm not sure of your feelings on TJ Warren. I'm not sure anyone has feelings on TJ Warren. Yeah,
5: I really What's didn't particularly. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> Let me guess I, Jimmy Butler has feelings on him now. But what were your oh, impressions yeah. of uh, that whole thing?
5: Yeah. So I don't want to give too much away because I'm writing something that much longer and more in depth about it, but like high level, um, it's just like the perfect encapsulation of jimmy butler (laughs) i feel like he is very close to reaching final form jimmy butler in miami um (laughs) it was like the thing the best thing about it it, that comes after it depends like maybe you saw that first and then you're like oh was it just that and then you have to like go back and watch the entire like sequence of events Mm -hmm. but the whole thing like what it is is just like the whole thing is so needless because like honestly who did think about tj warren like until now so like maybe great pr move by tj warren but otherwise like the poor dude has just been completely (laughs) completely (laughs) ethered like beyond recognition and then like you know it's jimmy butler like he's not gonna leave well enough alone like Mm -hmm. this morning he's posting on his Instagram stories, screen caps like you and I would take of just like, I know he just probably Googled Miami heat schedule and like, that's the window he got. And he used his markup tool and iPhone to use the highlighter to circle the next game where they play the Pacers in March, <laughs> post that and just be like, see you there. Good luck. Good luck trying to guard me again. Um, and then in like the post game, scrum where he's just like he says he, he like starts and then you're like all right he's he's like peace no he hasn't like he's just you know he he goes on and on and on he's just like he's trash the coach is trash what a dumb coach for thinking he could even guard me this is offensive like the more he talks the more he buys into it <laughs> uh but he just like has his same composure the whole time which was like kind of my favorite part about the whole altercation is just like anytime you think you've like got Jimmy Butler, like he's actually got you. Like when he comes back in after the first like I this, Warren like grabs him and kind of like spins him mm-hmm. when Jimmy's like coming coming down the lane the first time and then like that's when Jimmy gets mad but like the force at which TJ Warren spins Jimmy, has Jimmy like ricochet like totally square into, into TJ Warren's chest they're like chest to chest and I don't know if you've seen like there's a there's a picture of Jimmy is so close to TJ Warren that he's squishing his nose down with his nose.
3: <laughs>
5: um, but then again, like so that just shows like you're trying you're trying to get one up on Jimmy, but like Jimmy is always going to be right there to like get one up on you. So like that's the first one. The second one is when he finally comes back in. You think everything is like done and finished. Jimmy's like doing a little dance on the sideline as he's going to inbound, and that's when I knew I'm like this isn't over. Because if it was over, he would have just been standing there. But he still got this weird kinetic like energy in his muscles. Uh, and then, sure enough, as soon as he comes in, he like body checks DJ Warren, <laughs> and he knew that's all he was gonna do. He didn't really actually want to have a play. He like body checks him, tosses the ball down the court, and is just like laughing. And that's when he starts to walk away and do the kissing. <laughs> he, he blows two like exquisite kisses, <laughs> and then he just starts like. And he's walking away and DJ Warren for a while is like walking behind him and clapping, which is what gets him ejected. Uh, but Jimmy still just like, won't even look at him. He's just like looking over his shoulder, pursing his lips. Uh, and then the best and saddest part is like, DJ Warren knows he's been beat there. He knows there's like nothing he can do to like get back at those gestures. And like, you can feel his like whole body frustration because it just gives him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like is the most, like, is there a move that, like, encapsulates more of just, like, oh, like, I don't know what else to do, you know?
4: (laughs) It is, like, the white flag of, uh, it's, like, yeah, well, here's what I have for you. I, I've, I've, all of my other resources have been exhausted. Um, I just
5: don't know the kind of, like, I don't think he knew the kind of hell he was, like, inviting upon himself. Because, like, Jimmy Butler won't quit. You know what I mean? Like he, (laughs) he, yeah, he will not be bettered in, in like those kinds of like, I wouldn't even call them antics with Jimmy Butler. It's like flourishes.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Jimmy is, uh, I mean, you're very right. And I'm a little getting a little bit worried almost about him reaching final form with the heat because they've just like (laughs) taken the shackles off and have just allowed him to be as maniacal as he wants. And it seems like he doesn't really have on that team like a, a group of youths who played too many video games to scream at. So it's like now being cast outside, like ejecta from the sun to just whoever comes across him in a game on the other team. Do you not find that there is maybe like a slight twinge of Jimmy Butler being more of like a cartoon bully than anything else? And do you jive with that? Like, let me put it this way: If Jimmy Butler was on the Raptors, would you be able to get on board with Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler? Isn't it Jimmy Butlerness?
5: Yeah. <laughs> I'd like. I don't even want to wish wish that because like, it's never gonna happen. But like, yeah, absolutely. I th- like to me. I don't think he's a bully. I don't think he's a bully. I think he kind of exists in the separate sphere. Like he is so much himself that he is almost like. He's like so earnestly him, you know what I mean? Like he becomes like weirdly vulnerable in a way because of it. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't really think like, I don't really think he's being a bully. Like, there's players that are definitely like you know chippy and kind of bullyish and like looking like Bobby Portis is all of a sudden like trying to decapitate people. <laughs> Like that, and like that, you know, he, first time you're like, okay, like that's a hard foul. But then he did it again last night too. So like, to me, that's more bully behavior than Jimmy just being himself. And In fairness,
4: you know, in fairness to Bobby Portis, Nikola Mirotic is no longer in the league. So we need someone to hit.
5: <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> but like, you know, I think Jimmy also, Jimmy will give you a couple opportunities to back down. Do you know what hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like the, that was not just him i actually and i'm not trying to be like he can do no wrong uh (laughs) but i don't think the the person like um escalating things at any point was jimmy butler
3: right
5: i think he just has these very like pitch perfect responses that are probably so infuriating when you are on the receiving end of them (laughs) that it's very hard not to escalate things
4: but, Fair enough. Yeah. We, like, I mean, we've established that we have different feelings on Jimmy Butler. I, I think he, I do find him to be a little bit more enjoyable in the heat environment as opposed to just being on a team where he is like angry and mm-hmm. looking for the people who are kind of on his level in terms of. That's
5: the thing, maybe now. Lunacy. That's the big difference. It's like he's happy. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like this is all coming from a place where like he's probably the happiest he's been in like four or five years.
4: Oh yeah, he's like the most Pat Riley ass player I've like ever. Even more so yeah. than like Wade or LeBron ever was. So, good on him for uh finding happiness, I suppose. Here's hoping he doesn't scream at any of the Toronto Raptors when they inevitably play in a playoff series. Uh Katie, this was a delight. Thank you so much for jumping on the show. And Are we uh, going to
5: quickly talk about Terry trying to go hot like um what's that guy that kills the other guys? That, that's him. Highlander?
4: I don't know that.
5: Is What's that the movie? Guy? Isn't the it's like Sean Connery? He's like a time.
4: I don't know what that is. I, yeah, Terry Rozier. Are we talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. Talking yeah. about
5: Terry
4: trying to. <laughs> we can we can talk about Terry Rozier if you want. Uh, he tried to get into it with Terrence Davis after the Hornets game. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> like he had just lost, and Terrence Davis had ably defended him on the final possession maybe Terrence Davis said something. Terrence Davis seems like the kind of guy who might say something from time to time. But I don't know. What what did you think? What did you make of that whole thing? It
5: is Highlander. There can only be one. Um,
4: (laughs) Oh, okay. Now I get it.
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't really have much to say about it except for I feel like Terrence Davis is like, he's not the kind of guy who would, like get into a fight as much as like Terrell Rozier, but he is the kind of guy who would be very good if he was in a fight. So yeah should probably watch out.
4: Yeah, I, I I do think Terrence Davis. I mean, just like his demeanor seems like the kind of guy that you wouldn't want to fuck with. But it's not like he ever is going out of his way to exhibit that he shouldn't be fucked with. He's not Serge Ibaka. He's not choking Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris yeah. is more Terrence Davis.
5: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As our
4: anyway, Jedi. yeah, um, just
5: a weird full moon, just a weird full moon night of games.
4: Yeah, just a lot of weird stuff going on. But yeah, that's why we love the NBA. Uh Also, apparently you have uh coaches getting weird uh, and uh, racist as well. So,
5: oh, yeah, we didn't yeah. even talk about that. But the Cavs are a mess, man. Yeah. I,
4: I just I want Kevin Love to find happiness somewhere, too. Um All right. I think that's going to do it for today. Katie, thank you so much once again for coming on. As I said, this was delightful. Uh, we'll have you back on again next week as, uh, as per usual. And uh, anything you'd like to plug right now?
5: Mm, no. Oh, you should subscribe to Basketball Feelings, where you can get my full feelings on Jimmy Butler's kisses uh, <laughs> soon. And uh, also, if you haven't subscribed to the Hoop Talks newsletter, which is and more... Uh, neutral uh, view of the nba as a whole
4: excellent uh thanks so much katie at whatevs on twitter you can find me at woodley sean subscribe rate review all that good stuff it's very much appreciated thanks so much for listening all week long and um i guess we'll be back probably monday or maybe sunday night after the raptors play the spurs i'll be down in the game so maybe we'll do an episode from the game and that will be our return thank you so much have a great weekend everybody and we'll talk to you next time with another episode of locked on raptors